Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. Have you ever been to like a concert in front of thousands of people and been called out by an ex? <laughs> Hopefully never. <laughs> and last night we went to Tate McRae. She kicked off her tour in Chicago. You know, she has a massive song, which you know. You Broke Me First there is one go. that yeah. she's really known for. Yeah. And yeah, this was opening night of her tour. <laughs> It was at the Riv. She said, who has the craziest ex in this crowd? And this one was crazy. I don't know how old everyone was, but she I'm She sounded like, like she was in eighth grade. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you guys are going through all of that? Like, come on. In eighth grade, I didn't even know how to talk to girls. But the best part was when this girl raised her hand, she's got the craziest ex out there. And Tate puts the mic up to her face and was like, what did your ex do? And I was like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. And she named everything. But the worst part was she goes, and his name is first and last name gets dropped and everyone goes boo and Tate goes say boo first and last name and it was being filmed everywhere so I'm curious <laughs> if maybe I don't know if this this kid today or this guy if he like is viral had a viral moment from a Tate McRae show yeah were you there do you know this poor kid that just got called out in front of thousands from everybody <laughs> yeah please let us know oh my god it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix and you might be wondering why this is called who's the bobo head because they wouldn't approve who's the m- Who's the Bobo Head? And I got to call Bobo Head McCabe out. <laughs> because last night. Why? What? Last night, we got a bite to eat before Tate McRae at the Riviera Theater. And we got mini chicken quesadillas and queso fundido to split between four people. And it was so we good. Was, so delicious. It was so delicious. Uh, but I barely got to eat any because even though we got them to share, like we all pitched in for it, McCabe ate a majority of it. And I'm like, you should have just offered to pay for it at that point. Look, when we all sat down, we made the the rule or the a deal, whatever that we're gonna split some some appetizers. And you and the group we were with, you're like a little chatty. You're just like talky talky talk. Yeah, talk, that's what talk. you. It's a social setting. It is, but you know when you're sitting there talking, I, I'm I'm watching the appetizers and they're starting to cool off. Like a little, we were sitting outside, a breeze started to come by, and those mini <laughs> chicken quesadillas. Oh, first off, they were delicious, and two, I'm not gonna let them, you know, go to waste if you guys are sitting there talking about whatever. We're we're not letting them go to waste. We just can't keep up with your pace. Like, sorry that you are just diving in and going for it. But usually if I order any kind of apps like dumplings or pretzel bites, I've noted that, hey, I've eaten three and there was probably eight. Maybe there's 12 on here, so I should slow down and let other people enjoy this. You make mental notes of the actual appetizers yeah. you're eating. I, I lose count. <laughs> I don't I do not pay attention. I'm usually just engaged in whatever you're saying. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, but I'm going to keep eating and dip. There's no rule. On. No, there's not a rule, but if I did eat a majority of it, I'm like, hey, guys, I'll just buy this app because I ate it all. And you didn't even offer. You're no, like, because all you right, still, we splitting? You still had some. You still had it. So therefore, you're in on it. We're splitting it four ways. Okay, well, I want a second opinion on this. Who's a bubblehead? <laughs> Call us up. 312-233-1019. You get an appetizer to share, but someone eats a majority of it. Should they just offer to pay for it at that point? Or are you all still splitting equally? 
I'm just saying at this point, you know me by now, you got to keep up. All right, you got to keep up with this. Oh, okay? I can't eat as fast as you do. If you're not moving fast enough to enjoy the appetizers, I can't help it if you're not eating anything. Okay, McCabe, not everyone eats like a garbage disposal and they can't keep up with you slamming down quesadilla after quesadilla. So if we're supposed to be splitting apps and you know you've had more than the rest of us, maybe you slow down and don't eat another until everyone else gets to enjoy it or you pay for it. No, this this is me. Like Growing up, I've had an older brother and he, if, if if I didn't eat fast enough, he would like start eating on my plate. So you you have to be fast. Okay. Didn't you want to ever grow up and be like, I'm not going to do that to my friends? Like even Tony texted in, I just pace myself and I don't take another one until we're all even. See, that takes, okay, Tony, that takes way too long for one. Then they're going to start getting, if there's like a breeze or whatever, it's going to go to waste. And then if you don't eat it, what am I going to say? Hey, can you please yeah, eat, eat this up, this, this chicken quesadilla because no. no one else is eating it? Eat your two quesadillas while they're hot and everyone else can enjoy theirs cold if that's if that's their decision but who's the bubble head shane when you order abs do you think if you eat the majority of it you should pay for it i mean you guys are good friends so i say mccabe you gotta pay for it yeah but we made look we made an agreement at the beginning of the appetizers like look we're all gonna split it there's no rule that says if i eat a little more than everyone else that i should have to cover the entire thing i mean at that point it's yours now (laughs) (laughs) thank you shane you're a bubble head dude once you eat the whole thing it's yours (laughs) I shouldn't have to pay for the whole thing. So if you go out, if you're eating an appetizer and you all agreed to split it, that means you are splitting the actual appetizer as well as the bill. You didn't split the appetizer. You ate all of it. Okay, I ate maybe 90% of it, but I do want to point out, look. So then pay 90% of the bill and the rest can split Oh, come on. I'm not paying it all. I'm not paying for you to eat, too. I got a husband, McCabe, so... (laughs) McCabe, you are the Bobo Head. <laughs> Preston, what do you think? Who's the Bobo Head? Today is actually a double whammy for you, McCabe, because I got a text message from my partner, and he said, by the way, I heard McCabe on the radio, and he's the Bobo Head. <laughs> I will screenshot the text. I will send it to you. He said, if you agree to split an app and you eat 90% of it, then you should have to pay for it or you should have gotten your own. No, not really. It's an appetizer, which is what we're all <laughs> splitting. And look, Jenny, I have a bigger appetite than Jenny. Like, I knew well, she wasn't going to eat right. any more. I mean, I get that, but did you ask her if she was eating any more? No, she was talking. Yeah, I would have just, if I were you, McCabe, if I would have looked down and been like, man, I've been eating all of these and no one else has really taken any, I would have been like, guys, this one's on me. Or just ordered my own. I, it's not like I when I sat down, I was like, you know what? I'm going to crush this entire appetizer but plate. But you did. And I did. I, did. <laughs> I don't know. McCabe. You're the bobo head. <laughs> okay, you know, I'm going to throw out there on the next round of appetizers that we ever get, I will, like, uh, you can have the majority. Okay, okay? thank you. Oh, you Is can that start that way. Yeah, we'll just hey. make a little, have your own little area. I have my own little area. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna scoop happy. yours up on your little side plate and be like, this is yours. <laughs> Someone did text in on your side, though. They said, I'm with McCabe. Counting who eats what is petty. And I'm like, I'm not going to count what everyone eats. I'm just going to count my own. Like, I've eaten three of these wontons. McCabe, how many did you eat? Seven? Uh, seven. Oh, okay. Look, that, that was fun. Again, I'm helping you. We're about to go to a concert. That way you don't have those, like, those oh. kind of those belches, you know? <laughs> That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm helping out. Chad, help me out here. Who's the bubble head? I, I was 
initially siding with Jenny. Oh, good. I'm glad we could bring you back to my side. There is a slight thing that draws me to your side. I have been part of groups where they order like three or four appetizers, and they always invariably order something I won't eat, like calamari or something, yet I'm still paying for part of that. That's true. You know, you're splitting stuff, you're trying to share stuff, and if there's something you're not necessarily a fan of, you're already in the group splitting it. So that's me on the thing that if you order appetizers, you got to split them, the cost, even if you're not eating it. No, if McCabe ordered pig's feet for an appetizer and I didn't eat it, I'd be like, all right, McCabe, that's all you you got all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's got that No, one. we have to split that. Or you're going to buy something I do like in addition to Peg's feet. <laughs> Jenny, unfortunately, you're the bobo head. Hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're asking, asking for, for a friend. friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's asking for a friend with McCabe and Jenny. And this text reads, if you had millions of dollars, would you make your partner sign a prenup or is that a curse? <laughs> asking for a friend. You know, you want to protect your money, right? I feel like it's kind of a curse, though, because you're already anticipating something. And I don't know. I don't think it's fair for, let's say, you're both earning paychecks. You're both helping support whatever. And then one person, like if something happens to you, gets to take everything while you are contributing the whole relationship. That's weird. But sometimes I think, you know, there's big relationships. Like, you know, I think Brittany and uh, Sam um, recently in the headlines, like he, I believe there's a prenup there. You know? Yeah, well, that is a little different. She was like a superstar and he was kind of a nobody. But like along the lines of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, I believe that there was a prenup involved and they're kind of like on the same Which is crazy level. to me when I saw that they had one. I'm like, really? Both of those? They both have one? I mean, she <laughs> she's like a mega star when it comes to like Game of Thrones. He's like one of the biggest pop stars out there with the Jonas Brothers. Do you really need a, a prenup in that? But yeah, let us know. Um, if you had millions of dollars, would you make your partner sign a prenup or is that a curse? McCabe and Jen is Jesse. Um, with the prenup, I'm for it because you know what? It's like, no, that's my money. I work for it. You don't say, okay, you're equal to me or you make less than me. It's like, no, it's like you met me when I was like, you know, a big star, but I still have my monies. And I would tell my partner, I'm like, you know what? When I die, you can have my dirty socks and underwear. <laughs> That's, that's what you're leaving with. I mean, at least it's something to get the dirty socks and underwear. So thank you, Jesse. I'm sure your partner appreciates that. Well, on the text line, a lot of people are saying it's a good idea to get a prenup, even if you don't have millions of dollars, because someone said, especially if you live in or plan to move to a community property state like Wisconsin, everything becomes joint property when you get married. Okay. I mean, 
as an unmarried person, this is uh, these are all good notes. This is all pointing in the sign of get a prenup. I just love someone said what I come in with, I should leave with. Another person said um, when I mentioned maybe it is a curse, you're kind of like almost foreshadowing something. Someone said, Jenny, forget a curse. If your husband cleaned out your bank account and ran off, I already know you would be sad and thinking, I wish I had gotten a prenup. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and look, it, it kind of falls in the lines with we're seeing it, you know, right now with like Brittany and uh, Sam going through a divorce and they had a prenup. And then you have now uh, Joe Jonas and, and Sophie, Turner. Sophie Turner. And there's like talks of a prenup there as well. But I understand the Brittany and Sam situation a little more. She was a mega celebrity. What are you talking about? Sam is a huge, huge celebrity. All right. Why? I think he was in a movie. I think he was in a movie. I think you can see like his arm in a movie oh, yeah. with like Sylvester Stallone or Where something. Joe and Sophie, they're a little more on the same stardom level. So Well, whoever I marry, whatever level they're on, Are I- they signing a prenup with your millions of dollars? We okay, can't- I don't have that. <laughs> they you're probably gonna- they're probably gonna want one for me. Yeah, like, you're oh, yeah, make the cabe sign. Yeah, I'll be like, wait a second, I have to sign this? Um this is unfair. The afternoon mix. Deal breaker drama. And this is from Monica who texted in. She said, my date and I were in an Uber on the way home from dinner. When we got to my place, I leaned in for a kiss and he legit started crying. <gasps> I asked what was going on and he said it was too soon after his last relationship. Why he was on a date in the first place, she doesn't know, but that is a deal breaker <laughs> for her. Oh, he probably thought he was ready and then got through it and it just was too much. I Poor mean, guy. He's right there. He's on like the cut. <laughs> Of a of like a kiss, a first date kiss, and then those emotions set in. You know, I think that would be you'd have to take that moment and uh, you know turn it into a positive, isn't that? What? <laughs> you <laughs> take the negative. How do you turn that into you gotta, a positive? You gotta be after there. Your date's crying. You're just simply trying to say goodbye and thanks for anything. You got you to be the comforter now. Now you have to like comfort them. You have to help them out. Be like, look, it didn't work out for a reason. Obviously, look, what about us? We got something here. We had, <laughs> we had a great time. No, no, I'd be like, hey man, you let me know in a few months. <laughs> really? If, if the person started crying, you would be like, okay, this is this is a, a deal breaker for me. Yes, it's clearly he's not over his last relationship. I think he needs to work on himself just a little bit longer before he tries again. Pl- um, props for trying. You started to move on. Couldn't handle it. No, I say, you know what? That uh, Monica should help him out. Like, get him out of that dark hole that he's in. Because, <laughs> you know, job. whatever. He, that means he's stuck in the past. He's thinking about his relationship. Like, come on. You know, Monica, help him out. Get him out of there. Oh, man. Call us at 312-233-1019. What do you do? You go on a date. You get home, lean in for a kiss, and your date starts crying over their eggs. And I promise you, this was not me. It was yeah. not me crying. Press in, would that be a deal breaker for you? I think so. <laughs> like, why did you go on the date with me? If you're going to go out on a date with me, then I'm assuming that you are ready. You're in the mindset to be mingling and kind of start a new experience. And so if we end the date with me going to give you a kiss and you're crying because it's too <laughs> soon, like, how can how could we continue with a second date? That would be a deal breaker for sure. <laughs> But I also want to point out, what if, you know, this person, this guy was ready to go on a date? But look, there's some triggers, okay? There's some things that happen. <laughs> a kiss? Okay, That's look, a huge no, trigger. No, what if, what, if, uh, what if they have, like, the radio on, and in the background, oh look, we, we play Ellie Golding, Love You Like I Do, like, all the time. <laughs> That's, like, my trigger song. It makes me think about my ex all the time. Yeah, and I feel bad for anyone who tries to date you, and that song comes on, and <laughs> you bring up, oh, my gosh, I used oh to drive through the mountains 
when we'd go camping together. Uh, like, get over it. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> it's true. Sometimes that stuff happens. But, you know, maybe you work through that. And then if Monica talks to him about it, then she could be like, she's the one that saves him. Like, oh, you, I got you over your ex. That's a lot to deal with. Like, you're you're trying to also find someone and you're having to deal with somebody as their counselor now. <laughs> but here's what Erica texted in. The best way to get over somebody is to get under someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, I am I'm making a note of that one. That is, that is right up there. All right, Erica. <laughs> Would that be a deal breaker for you, Judy? I understood, and I get it, and you're trying. I think she just needed to be supportive and say, you're just not ready. I get it. Maybe she had never been in that position. Well, I don't think that was the position she was thinking about being in. <laughs> she leaned in for that kiss. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on it too?